<laughs> the, the forced happiness. No, I just see everyone. I've okay. We've had to actually film a lot of bloody shows this week. I had to do one for Fantastic Beasts with Jang. I did another one, uh, Malaysian Night. Stay tuned for that. I'm actually in the midst of editing that one because we should have a lot of people listening. So we gotta set the right impression, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just actually putting in the effort of editing. But like, I spent ten minutes only to get five minutes edited. So like, whoo, it's not. Yeah, it's not uh, great, but we shall post that soon. Um, I'm joined as usual. Hello, welcome to this episode. <laughs> what you think? Uh, you're joined by me, Mo, as always, and we have the lovely Fez and the fantastic uh, Jang. Actually, uh, it should have been the fantastic Fez and the jovial Jang. Alliteration, a bit of wow. wordplay for you today. It's actually, cool. we're gonna. We're going to be talking about wow. a lot of things that I kind of want to get to, and I didn't send anyone notes. But the first thing I want to cover is everything, everywhere, all at once. And I believe Fez can watch it on the May 13th, 13th of May. Of Will May. you be watching it? That's what I want to know. How, of course I am. I think, here's why you will like it. It's got Asian representation. It's got character arcs. And what's the other thing you always look for in a story? I can't remember. It's the other Sorry. one. Ah, oh, I mean, there's another one that you always that always like what? tickles message. your message. Message. There we go. Yes, message. it has lovely messages. You are going to bloody love this movie, but I think you might be a bit put off by the goriness of it at points and a bit of a wackiness. Ooh, yeah. So, like, if I could say, if you have not checked out everything everywhere all at once, it is cinema. I per um, I would personally give it something like a nine out of ten. I wow. think. One of my issues with the film is just like, at the end, I feel like they made their point, and it would have been more effective had they not like made their point longer. If that makes sense, like you made your point, kind of move on. I think Jang knows what I'm talking about. Like, mm. yes, it kind of goes through the same motions. It's still fun to watch, but oh man, this I I want Michelle Yeoh to win an Oscar for this. I want the kid from Indiana Jones who's all grown up, and there's a beautiful story. Not that beautiful, it's actually quite sad. But it's actually still an interesting story about how he, the actor, saw crazy rich Asians and then he felt like intense FOMO and wanted to act again. Because this kid, this guy was in, <laughs> you know, the Temple of Doom. He was oh, yeah. in the I've Goonies. Then Twitter. he kind of, there, there were just no roles for Asian people in like the 80s and 90s, probably like some really shitty stereotypes. Yeah. But then crazy rich Asians brought that all back together. So if you're going about, why do people need representation? That shit, that's why. Because you are excluding people. Yes. from this art form and my god this guy what a gem of an actor like he has if see honestly I really do feel bad for Michelle in the sense that I do think he was the best actor in the film so if there is an Oscar I'd give it to uh, Kihei Kwan but you know just give Michelle you an Oscar for the lols um, also I really hope mm-hmm. this film gets a best original screenplay screenplay nomination and win but it's kind of like Parasite. It's not as effective as Parasite. Like Parasite's message, I remember like, whoo, it just hits you home. But what I mean by that, it's the perfect blend of entertainment and good drama. So everything you've heard about this film, all the praise is 100% justified. The only thing I'd say is just be prepared for the wackiness because I'm going to pass it to Jang right now. I, I was very scared because he did not sound, he was like enjoying the film. So do you oh, want to no. like just talk about your experience with the film? <laughs> and what would you say to people so they go in with the right mindset? Because I knew what to expect, kind of like this wacky movie. So when things hit the fan, I was like, 
I I could go along with it, but I don't think you did. Hearing you go like what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Okay. For whoever watches this movie, please do not try to understand. <laughs> like, oh, like do not oh, do not try to understand the multiverse thing that they're trying to do. Just accept how ooh. it works. It, I I get how it works in the end. It like it makes sense, but like, like they're they're giving you a lot. Uh, th- this movie is quite fast paced overall. Like I, I think at, especially at the start when they're like quick getting stuff done. So like, with the whole multiverse thing, they have to kind of like, you, you know, they explain it really fast, and then like you, you just like I was there trying to understand the mechanics, and like, like find like wait, but if this happens, like that will happen. So so uh, I I watched this uh movie with Momo for the listeners. So like I watched it with him and. I think he noticed I short circuited like halfway through the movie <laughs> because I like I I fell asleep like I I don't know I was like, off there. Like, I, but I didn't notice you doze <laughs> off. I thought you were just leaning towards me. I was like, what's this? This guy okay? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know whether it was a long day or what happened, but like I I think it was like too much information I was trying to process at once because like that like stuff is happening from in the words of someone related to Fez, it truly was everything everywhere all okay, at all once. At once. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. Everything is coming at you at the same time, and and like they they really go crazy. They they do not care. They just go crazy and do the craziest things that they can think of, and some things that require censorship. But like it was, it was good. It was, it was crazy. So just, just enjoy it. Like I was, I got caught up in how it was working. And and like, does this work? Wait, does that make sense? Like, like yeah, don't, don't bother. It to, actually to, makes to so much it. sense, honestly. No, the mechanics of this movie no, are very you, tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you sit down and think about it afterwards, it all of course makes sense. But it's but not a tenet thing. Don't try to cycle like, it in the class. It, it, not in the mm. class. In the movie. <laughs> but the thing is, tenet is as much as I do love tenet now. The first time I watched it, I was like confused about the painting and... at the very beginning, and I never left. <laughs> and <then> I never <laughs> like this movie is entertaining enough and not as loud, I guess, as tenet, where you're like kind of annoyed at some point. But yeah, just I highly this this is the kind of movie that should succeed and is everything cinema can be. You know, the this is these are the films people always clamor for. Like, oh, I don't want to see more sequels. Well, why don't you go out and support it? Like our audience who absolutely loved it when they watched it on like one oh, yeah, on Monday good. afternoon. But it made my heart full. But uh, Fez, where has your excitement been for this movie? What have you heard about this, and what are you expecting? <laughs> Putting you on the spot, I do apologize. <laughs> Um, uh, I heard about this on Twitter. Like I've seen the hype about it, and I I have been actually really excited to watch it because of the Asian representation and Michelle Yeoh. So I am I am still excuse me, very Michelle Yeoh. Sorry, <laughs> Wait, but then. But then after hearing, I mean, hearing Momo and Jang's review makes me even more excited. And I'm really, I was actually getting pissed off because I was trying to really, I I didn't know if it was yeah. showing in the UK because I was like, why are they not showing it? But it was, I, it was announced yesterday that it's finally coming. So 13th May. I really can't, I really can't wait. I am going to watch it. and Find I the biggest screen you can. I don't think it's showing in IMAX, but f- honestly, the Dolby recliners for £10, it might be the money for this one. I am too impatient to wait for Monday, so I won't watch oh. it. Oh, 
Yeah, no, but I'm going to listen to your advice. I'm going to listen to Jang's advice about just going in there, having fun, no expectation. Just mm-hmm. just don't don't think, basically. What you think, don't think at all. <laughs> <laughs> there and just watch it. Yeah, wait, but I can't wait, yeah. I mean, I, I really want to see, because I don't know if the gore may be a bit too much for you, because some points, I can see audiences just being like completely turned off, but I'm very excited to hear your thing on the 13th of May or later. But anyway, we're here to continue our discussion of Moon Knight. And we're, as usual, we're going to talk about our general impressions at the beginning, what we didn't like and what we like. And I think I'll go first. Uh, Confusion. And I think I mean that in a nice and also a bad way. A bad way in the sense that this, if you ask me to give a rating to this episode, I will give it like a question mark. But I re- I did, I think this episode made Ooh. me realize stuff, what works about the show and what doesn't work about the show. I'm not sure if I want to go into that right now, but it gave me clarity on that. But oh man, full spoilers, I love the ending. Just the giant hippo, it was so <laughs> out there, completely random. I was like loving that bit. But I'm going to go into more later. But I think just the shock of the ending for me. Uh, where it could be like okay, let's just be real. Anything that, what what did where did your English teachers always say when you make a narrative? Never have it go. It was all a dream, you know. That's always the laziest kind of way to end something. So, but it doesn't look like it was all a dream. So that's good. But the first time I ended, I was like, oh, so it's just all in his mind. Padabui. So again, we shall see. But I'm gonna pass it to Jang. Generally, what did you think of this episode? Um. It was very slow for me. <laughs> I don't know. I like in terms of like kept keeping my attention. It, I, I there was a few parts, especially when um when uh what's his name the the the, the guy with the glass in his slippers. Yeah, no, the guy, the guy with the glass in his slippers. <laughs> Ethan name? Hawk. Yeah, Ethan Hawk. Yeah, he was explaining like to Lila. Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he was explaining how. Uh, Mark was there when the father died. I actually missed that. <laughs> like I had to rewind back and be like, "Oh, what? What you say? Are you okay, <laughs> so, my dude? You've been a bit <laughs> zoned out." <laughs> yeah. So like, no, but yeah, this this episode like throughout, I was kind of like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I need sleep. But like, <laughs> but like, I was kind of zoned out. Like, like for the most of the episode, just like okay, for our yes, listeners, yes. he has like a really nutty professor kind of vibe going on right now. Like the yes. hair's a bit off. The, <laughs> the hair's a bit off the clothes are way way too big <laughs> so also like me just a bit con- you were zoned out okay Fez what did you think of this episode please tell you liked it are, are we watching episode 5 next week it was alright I have to agree with Jack. did you have a good time oh I, I had a good time in the last yeah, three, it I, was alright I had a good minutes. time no, bingo the, no, no 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 I did not I did not have a good time for the first 45 or so minutes. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 45 minutes that you Jack, it was slow. It was, I mean, they had some, I will get into it later in the positive. And it had some action, but most of the time I was, it was just slow and boring. It's the same old, it's really yeah, the rep- same old exposition. So, mm. yeah, but the last, 15, the last 15 minutes though, like, it kind of felt like WandaVision because like you don't know what's happening in those last 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. I think WandaVision did it better because it was the whole show compared to these few minutes. And oh my God, like I rewatched that last 15 minutes again and there were like so many Easter eggs, which I'm like, oh my God. Like if you notice like like the patients 
will like Anna. kind of like I guess all the people this, he's met, like, people yes, interacting in real mm. life. Yeah, like if he's like the statue guy, the FBI agent, the the boss from the gift shop, the cupcakes from the van, and the hippo in the gift shop with the hippo now, like. Like it was all was that like all of those things was it from Mark's imagination from those things he saw at the mental institution so that was very interesting to explore but yeah last fifteen minutes was great first fifteen minutes was all meh. <laughs> I think that proves my point like really it's how you end something right like you can have a shitty beginning but you can have a strong ending and it kind of makes up a lot of it but if you have a shitty ending. And strong beginning, it really makes the whole thing sour. Like, I can't remember the movie that I always use as an example. Ah, I'm annoyed. But actually, I'm going to go on a little semi-long uh, form, um, what is it, rambling session about the show as a whole. And I think I'm curious to see if you guys agree and disagree with it. me. It's not really a ramble, but like I said, this episode, episode made me realize clarity over the show. Like, as I, I get what they're trying to do with like the Indiana Jones sort of Tomb Raider vibe of like hunting through temples, finding it. But like, yeah, I think that's just it. The, the storyline is just not interesting because I think mm. what I realize is that with these Marvel shows, when we're doing an end of the world thing, nothing, it never has, there's no stakes. You know, I never feel like the end, the end of the world's happening. So like, as you're hunting for the scarab and like Amit's tomb before Hero unleashes Amit upon the world to judge. I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I know it's not going to happen. It, it might happen, and I'd be like, wow, I'm shocked. But there's just no stakes there. And I think also with this episode, this episode was very dark. I, I'm not sure there was a budget thing, maybe. I don't know. But like, there was one scene with the red flare. I was like, ooh, some light, finally. But I just thought it was very, <laughs> it was very dark that I was kind of not super enjoying it. Yeah. So that's my, I think, and that goes to episode three, especially, because that's why the strongest bits were episode one and episode two, yeah. I feel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think also I come across that with Fantastic Beasts like it's just the adventure kind of needs to be fun I don't know how you make adventure fun watch some Spielberg crap I don't know but that's I think the biggest issue with the show but if I'm not gonna okay I'm not gonna jump to what I like but basically the the character especially Oscar Isaac and the surrounding characters are really what elevate the show but is there anything else you guys found that you didn't like with this episode I think Fez is gonna go with the first 30 minutes <laughs> Um, actually, it was, I only have, like, three points, believe it or not. It was mainly, like, how it was so bloody boring. It was mainly the, it's the exposition that I had a big problem with. Like, I did not care when they talked about the tomb. It was just, I would rather they show what happened than tell all of these things. Like, I'm pretty sure you can show it in a, interesting and fun way instead of exposition after exposition and I literally wrote this in my notes saying Layla is still annoying she is still annoying she keeps huh. like, if you think if you think about it think about Layla as a character for the last four episodes majority of the time she's just arguing or making an exposition I don't know her as a character besides her dad and she's married to Mark that's it like I like they could have she had potential but i think they're just mainly using her to help with the storyline which is so disappointing because like and i'm gonna kind of go on a tangent going back to momo's point with the problem with the show i think you mentioned about how like you need a good of the show is that you need to have good chemistry with a lot of characters and the characters have to be 
they have to have some sort of personality so that they're not forgettable and that they they interact with each other well. And the fact that I've not been getting any of that, the only person I'm getting is Mark and Stephen, but they're one person, but it can't just be that. It has to be from other characters. So the fact that they're not really building up other characters or like they are building up other characters, but they're all separate and they don't really interact as much. I think that's where it's pulling it from the adventure and making it a fun show. And wow, I'm also really Ooh, that's a good shocked. point. I hated this. I hate how like it was so dark in the episode that I had to like I was watching it in broad daylight, so I had to like get I had to watch it underneath my blanket. That's how dark it was. I had to watch it underneath my blanket to see everything. And even then I couldn't see I couldn't see what was happening. So and that just pissed me off that I hate how the show was shot and like yeah, just I just hate how dark it is. Similar to Momo's point. Hey, just just make your action scenes nice and beautiful. It's not hard. Like play around with the color grading a bit, right? Make everything visible, but it might just be budget constraints. Who knows? But Jang, what did you not like about this episode? Anything you want to add on from our points about? But I think that point about the adventure, you're right, because like all the fun adventure films, like as much as I do hate the Rise of Skywalker, the first thirty, the first hour on like the stupid desert planet is fun because the three of them are kind of bickering and they have a decent yeah. vibe. And a lot of The Force Awakens is built off that Finn and Rey. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was talking to a friend also just now and I gave an inspired choice for the new James Bond. Do you know who it would be, I think? I think I John Boyega will make an excellent James Bond. Oh, think about that a, for a second. A lot mm. of people said that too. Some people even said Idris Elba will make a good... Bond. Mm. But I don't know. How about this? How about Olivia Coleman as M, Judy Dench? Olivia Coleman. Ooh, yeah. That could be good, yeah. That yes. could be good. Eh? Hey, okay, good. Anyway, sorry, Jang, we cut. I, but I agree. It's all about, you need that nice, the recipe for a good adventure is definitely chemistry. And I think they don't have much there because they're always kind of fighting against each other rather than like bickering fun. But I will say the beginning bits with Steven. Steven is the highlight of the show, I think. Oh, you want another problem? Actually, I'm going to let Jang go first. And then I'll give my other problem that I realized with this whole show. <laughs> with this whole show. <laughs> no, the, the thing that mainly pissed me off was the lighting for the <clears throat> for those um mm. monster things, you know, the one that was cutting up the guy and then the one that Layla fought. I can't see him. <laughs> the only time I could see him properly was when when Layla um uh stabbed the freaking uh flare into his eye or something. So like that was the only time I could actually see it. <laughs> And like it was, no, I was really sad. That was a good shot. That was a good shot, isn't it? I thought that yeah, was a no, nice but, shot. but no, but but he does the 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 creature. The creature looks great. It, yeah, it, it it looks scary. So I was like, how does he look like? <laughs> like like all the clicking sounds that he's making and and the weird movements and like mm. like it was really going. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was yeah, it, it looked really good. And, but I was like, I can't see him though. <laughs> I can barely Not see him. Not only does he want to know, he wants to see. <laughs> I want to see. And then like when she sticked the flare in his eye, I was like, oh, that's how he looks like. Okay. And then she chucked him off. I was like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, at least I saw his face before he got chucked. But uh, yeah, why so dark? Uh? <laughs> and you have a decent TV. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why the lighting wasn't a problem for me except for the, the, dark the creature. <laughs> the creature. <laughs> Like it was you actually quite nice with that jump scare, you know, when she was in the hallway, when like yeah. Leila was in the hallway and he came from behind. That was really good. Like, like it scared the hell out of me. Like, like that really worked. But like, I mean, 
just a little too a bit brighter. Just 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 a tinge. <laughs> just a bit. In the, words, in the words of the doctor from How I Met Your Mother, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Exactly. I'll add one more thing, but I do you know who does darkness really well? James Wan. Like in the Aquaman films. I'm thinking of the scene with the trench. Do you remember that? Oh like, yes, yes, yes. It can look. You can make it dark, but it just has to be visually. You can see it. That's one. But the other point is, like I mentioned just now, I really do love Stephen. I would say is the best character in the whole show. Like he's just a joy to watch. He's just so much fun. You know, Mark is just kind of boring. You know, it's like yeah, okay, you kill people, you're a mercenary, so what? Bada bing, bada boom. You get what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. So I think. That's why for me, the beginning of this episode really worked when you have the whole... I think we can transition more into love for we really like this episode, but I actually like Layla in this episode and the whole kissing bit at the beginning, I was like, okay, I guess that answers the question that I guess it's okay, kind of, not really. You smell like him, okay, I guess that makes it all uh, cool, but... I think that Stephen Layla dynamic is very fun because with Stephen and Layla they do bounce each other off. They have that chemistry, and then as they are finding more clues, they are working together in a cohesive unit. Nobody really wants to see two people bicker at each other because why watch TV for that? <laughs> that's my first big positive. And then, okay, I'm not actually. I'm gonna let. I think I'll let Fez talk about why she really did love those 15 minutes at the end first. Because for me, it's still a bit more confusing. I'm still waiting to see how it turns out to see how I feel about it. That's why I'm a bit like, I'll wait for a five and six. But yeah. Yeah, Fez. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I really do. Like, I really, really do like that last 15 minutes. I don't know why. I think I just like how like it puts the audience in a position of questioning what's fictionalized and what isn't and I love how like it's such a dramatic difference from how the show was for the last three episodes up to now in a completely new environment I did do some I wanted to do some research about it because I was very lost like everyone else so CNET pointed out have you guys watched Legion the 2017 show the one with Dan Stevens no I know Dan Stevens from Beauty and the Beast Anyway, no, no, she'll never leave me. That's like the most random. That's a really good song. Anyway, back to Legion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that that, like we're off the deep end today. Sorry, I watched like the first season of it, and actually, that mental institution of Moon Knight is very similar to the whole season of season one of Legion. So similar, but I think Legion does it better because it's more bonkers and like it's actually quite scary and disturbing and eerie and unsettling compared to Moon Knight. However, I still think like it's a great twist on the story. And I've also read that people who are a big fan of the comics of Moonlight comment a lot about how they like this aspect of the story and how Mark questions his own sanity. And I heard that that's where it really picks up. So I really hope that comes across in episode five and six. And I actually kind of like Mark in this episode, especially the last 15 minutes, because it's good that we see him. It's good that we see him struggling and how he's broken and lost and scared. And as much as I'm going to miss the cool shots of Mark or Steven in the mirror or vice versa, I don't think we're going to get that anymore. I think like they are now two separate people, um, but I can't wait to see how it goes and the direction because it is kind of making me curious like what's going to happen 
next. How about you, Jeng? Do you want to know? <laughs> Is there yes. anything else that stood out to you in this episode? But I'm curious first, was that the only thing really that stood out for you in this episode, the last 15 minutes? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, okay, like, like for me, I, I really... Like, I think it's also in the last 15 minutes that that was actually where that's where it's at. But like, uh, like uh, I I liked it when Mark met Stephen. <laughs> It was mm. so funny. It was yeah. like, Stephen, Stephen, <laughs> what's up, man? Like, like that's, it was the funny. And I like how they hinted towards the other personality with the they other like, yeah. sarcophagus yeah, yeah, yeah. in the other room. Like, yeah. like and, and they didn't even like make it a like, no, no, Yeah, a big deal. They were just like, oh, lol, there's another one. And then they just continue. Like, like it would be weird if they're just like someone like, let me out. And it starts jumping around and be like, I go. But, uh, but like, that, it's just very subtle. Um, hinting towards this third personality, which is very nice, and I did like the explanation kind of in um when Mark, hey, not Mark, Stephen was giving the explanation about you, you know like the eye and the six senses, you know, oh. and then the tongue and all that and the ears, and I was like, oh okay, and then like when they uh opened the Suffolk. of the Alexander the Great, I was just like, oh, he was an avatar. I was like, oh. That makes sense. <laughs> Whoa, that's cool. And then, and then, especially when he was saying, "Oh, they had to hide it somewhere that no one would, would, mm-hmm. would look for," and 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 it was in the throat. I was like, "Oh, all right, all right, all right." All right. That, so was, it, that, that was the most fun of the adventure bits, right? Rather than be like scarab, mm. <laughs> scarab, scarab. <laughs> we need to find the scarab, scarab and then just go in. Where is it? Like, like you know, yeah, like like. I, I like that that Stephen. Yeah, I'm I'm liking Stephen better because he's he's now using his brain, <laughs> like like that. There's some sort of thought and 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 uh, like from the first episode, I really didn't like him because of how random he is. But throughout the next the the last few episodes, he's been he yeah he's growing and like he's he you know like he's he's voicing his opinion to Mark and you know and like questioning Mark and they're, they're fighting and things like that and then now he's actually helping and, and like you know using his his knowledge to to help them find what they need to do and and especially when Leila came and confront and wanted to talk to Mark about the whole thing with the with her father like Stephen just gave it to Mark he, he didn't even be like no I, I want it I want it like, like he's he's like oh, no he she he she needs to talk he to him to so yeah, so so like they're they're no. becoming more um they're, yeah they're becoming more yeah symbiotic and especially at the end when they met each other it was actually quite nice. So they like, liked each yeah. other, yeah. Yeah, so like yeah, now now they they seem to be friends and I like that. It's very nice. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> be friends. <laughs> I'll just add one more positive I had. Honestly, I did like Layla's character in this one. I thought because especially the scene with Mark, everything kind of clicked for me there. Like I understood more of her vulnerabilities, a bit more of that emotional depth with her. Um, and also that attraction that she has to Steven slash Mark at the beginning. That had a nice vibe to it. That was a lot of fun. And that sort of like excitement and joy about finding out the truth. I do think, uh, I think I'm waiting for the other two episodes to see how it pans out, but I am liking her character. She's not like, oh my god, I need her Funko Pop. Not really, but like, she's fine. She's fun. But I'll just say, I'm really sad that they couldn't get the adventure just sort of right yeah. in this one, because that would have really bolstered the show to make this truly something exceptional. Yeah. But then again, generally, as we reach episode four, I'd say pretty, pretty good. 
I would give this show so far an 8 out of 10 still. Uh, pretty uh, new. Oh, God. Fez just gave a big head nod. Do you want to talk about what we think is going to our theories? Because I haven't even... I'm just I'm just ready to see what happens next week, honestly. And I, I have no idea. Okay. And I think that's kind of fun. But, like, if I could go back to what I said in the beginning, I do hope this isn't just some sort of, like, this was all a dream. A dream. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then I would be like, really? That's all. Like, the whole thing ended. I was like, what? Oh, wow. But it, we'll wait. All will depend on how it's revealed but as usual I trust Kevin Feige but so far I give the show an 8 out of 10 the weaknesses I do understand what it is right now they didn't quite nail the adventure fun vibe um, the actions kind of lackluster here and there. but the characters especially Steve, Stephen Mark Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke are really carrying this show for me that's like my midpoint-ish review how about you Jang what do you think of Moon Knight I think I'll probably give it like 6.5 or something wow that's like, quite low no, like I, I mean, I would just. I think it would be nicer if you we could just watch the entire oh. thing, because like, there's not enough, not not suspense, oh. but like, it just, like it's not interesting not enough, enough that keep, oh. yeah, like like with the I I think Wonder Vision even though that it annoyed me, but it it did it very well to to keep you, hook you. yeah it hook you you know like like to keep you. Better like, Call Saul is hooking me. That's a great show. I love very it. Very nice. But like, yeah, with Moon Knight, it's kind of like... Moon Knight. It's, it's like, oh... It's, it's not out. enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like even, even this week, I'm quite free. <laughs> like, like, I knew Moon Knight was out, but I had no need to watch it badly. I just... But like, are you going to be oh. watching next week's episode with Baited Breath? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of just very chill. It comes out when it comes night. out. Okay. It comes out when it comes out. Oh, it's out. That's nice. Let's watch. But it's not like, oh, quickly, it's out. I want to see. I think it doesn't have enough suspense to, to like hook you every week. Like, uh, maybe like maybe the first week or the second week, maybe there was a bit more hope. But like now it's kind of like kind of, all right. You know, what? Let's just see what happens. <laughs> so like, How about- yeah. How about yeah. TFS? What would you I, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess six out of ten. Five? Yeah. Four? Oh five, five, five. Not, well, that's not bad. What if got it worse? <laughs> <laughs> I think similar to Jang's point, but for me it will be also more about the characters also because so far like a lot of characters are not interacting. Now reflecting on like Momo and Jang's point, a lot a lot of characters are not interacting with each other. They are on like they're in their own world and they will only <laughs> come together when they're like in conflict and like part of a good if you want like a good fun movie, like it's so important that you have characters chemistry interacting mm. with each other and personality and like having a like basically having good banter like good like I guess that's chemistry, why Force like, Awakens content. is so good huh? not just Force Awakens I'm just thinking about all like the good like <laughs> that's the gold standard like... of film no <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> wait I was watching it just now. It's great. I was I thinking like film. Guardians of the Galaxy, like oh, yeah. especially fair, the fair, first fair, one. Fair. Like you have like these characters, and like I know the storyline. The storyline is not like the stakes are not that high, and it, there's not much. Are. But the characters, like you have the main character banter that are like talking. There are it's personal all, stakes, yeah. I think. And it's not just like Marvel. It can also be for me. The thing that came into my mind is Jurassic Park. Like you mm. have the character doctors and the kids, like they all inter- interaction with that, which what yeah. helped make the storyline, what helped what made an adventure movie. So the fact that Moon Knight for the first four episodes, they failed at the character interactions is 
I think that's why it's not it's it's quite underwhelming. So, but that could change, you know, because now we have Stephen and Mark as two separate people, and we can actually see will, yeah, physically yeah, yeah. see it. But I don't know. I I honestly don't know if that's enough. That that's my problem. But yeah, Lima honestly, out of really Polo. It's like now I finally see why we do love these adventure type exactly. of movies, right? And I'm trying to think, ah, oh, is that a, like Spider Man, right? You have the vibe of the three of them talking mm-hmm. to each other, and you're going on this ride with them. Because, like, most adventure movies are kind of shit. You kind of just go from point. No, no, sorry. What I mean by that is the story in itself is like you go from point A to point B, whoop de doo, right? But then if you have fun along the way, then it's a lot of fun. So, huh, I guess we know how to make an adventure film. <laughs> cool, we cracked the code, but. But no, the question is, are you going to be watching next week? Are you going to be waiting for next week? Are you going to be like, I'll see it when I see it? Probably, I'll see it when I see it, that type of mood. Mm, okay, but do we want to cover Thor, Love and Thunder? The trailer finally came out. Hey, hey. okay. Never mind. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Of <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed because I actually wrote like a lot of notes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Okay, then... Um, Jang, let's go with Jang first. Let's save the best for last. What do you think about the Thor Love and Thunder trailer? What was your reaction to it? It's very short, isn't it? One minute thirty. Yeah, but I got everything I wanted. I was so happy. <laughs> After I watched it, so happy. <laughs> like I, I don't know, it just looks so fun and and just whatever goes and also they showed Jane at the end and then they showed uh Thor with his new like his new outfit and then with with the guardians and and everything i i i don't think i even know what's going on like i i think there's something gonna have some problems with new asgard and, and then there's gonna yeah and then like uh something's gonna, gonna come. be a story there's gonna be conflict. yeah there's gonna be conflict so like yes uh, yeah but just seeing how thor is like um you know he's just like oh these hands were for battle and now now they're for now they're for peace like what, what do I do with myself like it's actually quite midlife interesting crisis. yeah midlife midlife crisis I, I don't know how old did he say he was 5,000 years old right in I believe so yeah I was gonna say yeah. 900 but that's Yoda oh yeah yeah wow Thor older than Yoda whoa <laughs> mind blown but yeah so yeah I guess it's a midlife crisis for an Asgardian I guess but uh, but especially when they showed the shot with him as a kid and him getting that's like, a like, good shot like, yeah that was yeah, that is a nice shot so like I'm actually quite curious to see young Thor like like what, what what's going on there and with, with Jane like oh let, let's go it's it's actually capturing my attention a lot and especially with the costumes like he, he changed a lot of costumes in this one <laughs> so like uh, and they all look fantastic so like it looks it just looks fun like no, no need to think too hard and I, I yeah I think it's just my vibe now I'm very brain dead <laughs> so like I just need something that's just fun you know and just crazy with Thor just do do what go on a fun anything adventure anything goes another right? adventure you know <laughs> yeah anything goes fun adventure just have just go crazy go whatever they want to do you know like yeah, really, just do whatever you want. Yeah. I, 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 do, I do feel the same way, and I'm more excited. I'm really excited for this because I, I don't want to go into it again. Like, Thor Ragnarok, I do enjoy the film now, but I was very disappointed the first time I watched it because I didn't feel. I wanted more of the emotional weight that I thought I would get with the end of the Thor saga. So, like, when I just got like comedy beats, comedy beats, I was like, uh, this is the one I signed up for. But then now you know Taika Waititi's style, and then I saw Jojo Rabbit, and the handling yeah. of both humor and drama that was done much better than Ragnarok. So I think you're gonna see a hopefully better balance. And when you're dealing with something as like 
kind of as a subject matter. If if he can handle Hitler and the Nazis well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the the handling of cancer I think will be done with a very deft hand, and that's kind of confirmed I think by like some toy merchandise leak that Jane Foster has cancer. And you know what's funny? I was talking to a friend just now. We had like uh, we were out for dinner, and then I was like, oh yeah, they confirmed that. Jane Jane will be having cancer and that's how something she'll get torn. He was he looks so happy and then I was like I've never seen someone happier to get cancer. <laughs> but he, he was like he was like Poof. and he was just like it's a good story in the comics. I was like yeah 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 but I'm still surprised. It, like I, remember what did I say last week? I said that I'm super hyped for this film because of God the God Butcher. But we don't see Christian Bale in this trailer. But we do see oh, Russell yeah. Crowe. The guy holding the lightning bolt. Oh that was. Oh, that, that was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's oh, that was yeah, Russell Crowe. I think so. Crow, yeah, I believe oh, so. Oh, whoops. God, yeah. So that that to me was a bit like okay, they're kind of hiding it, but we'll see. I I trust in Marvel Taika Waititi. Let's go, Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm excited to see Portman get what she deserves. But Fez, would you like to round us off? Oh, I'm sorry, we just ran out of time. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> okay, joking. bye guys. <laughs> see you next week. See you next week. Wait, okay, wait. I have one um, question to ask you first, though. If you tomorrow, if Kevin Feige called you and was like, Fez, you want to watch Thor: Love and Thunder or you want to watch uh, Doctor Strange? What do you What do you pick? I will still pick Doctor Strange, okay. but I How have. How'd you to do say, that? Doctor Strange is closer. The but I have, choice will be take the further have, one. <laughs> I have to say though, I mean, like you guys heard me hmm. for the last few episodes, how I was not really excited, but I still watch it. But I have to. Say, Day after watching that trailer, hey. it made me very excited. Like by two times the amount, like which I was really shocked by, to be honest. But I'm very, very, very excited now. It's just honestly great that they're reinventing Thor in a different way. We've seen like for the first two movies and both Avengers movies that Thor was such a serious guy and night and was so naive to beat everyone and save everyone, and Ragnarok and Infinity War and in Endgame, we got to see like I guess a loser side of him. Oh, um, but I really <laughs> no, no, but it's good though. I mean, like it's it's good. It's like, okay, let's use the word beat joke, down. You know, good. he's down on he's 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 beat suffering down. through depression. Yeah, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, beat down. <laughs> but um, but it's interesting. I do like like. I think if you saw the synopsis of the movie at the bottom of the trailer, and I guess watching the trailer, it's interesting to see that they're going to use this perspective of how he wants to create his own destiny and path. And he always felt like his path is always fixed and he had to be this persona of hero. And I think it's just an interesting way that we're going to finally see how he does. he wants to move on or find a path of his own and it's cool because I think like most superhero movies majority of the characters believe is their path to be a hero or in some movies some movies they'll probably lose their track and then but then they'll be like okay never mind even I would still be a hero but it's cool to see that Thor is really retiring to find out who he is and I think this line hit everyone I'm not sure if it hit you guys but it definitely hit me a lot when he said my superhero days are over it's just, it was just so, it's kind of heartfelt because it's like, it's kind of like wrapping up Thor's character and I honestly can't wait to see him actually retiring and where he wants to go in the future and I hope he's retiring. I hope it's not like Iron Man 3 when he was retiring but ended yeah, up Yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't retire in Iron Man 3. That's wrong. 
what but retired no 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 he said he was retiring at the end that's not retiring the movie literally ends with him saying he is iron man movies. you can't separate the two the only thing i would i i would concede with you on age of ultron that retirement was stupid the huh? iron man 3 i disagree Iron Man, th- I'm sorry. Uh, uh, please continue about retirement. Thor's retirement. You wanna, you no, wanna, you wanna talk to, you want talk to no, me? I have other points. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I have other points. We'll get to the retiring part. But yeah, no, I, I am excited that he's retiring, and I, I think they are going to retire the character for good. Nah. Please, no, 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 nah. no, no, no. Thor no. so four makes one point five billion. You bet your ass. You're gonna see an article. Top yeah. five confirmed. Tiger or TT to return to the man. Oh, I'm done retiring. It's time to go back to fashion. But like, <laughs> in terms of like the trailer, like it looks like the Guardians are not really a big part of it, mm. which is good. Like I was kind of afraid they're gonna steal the show. I'm not gonna lie, but you know, it looks like they're just gonna help like make it lighthearted, bring some comedy and they're well known for doing great comedy so I'm excited about that and I'm very curious if they're gonna bring Gamora back or how this whole Not Gamora here, only in the third one. Mm. Okay. So you couldn't see her with the gang. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm also curious how Lady Thor is gonna act. Is she gonna act serious like Thor in the first few movies or will she be more laid back? And I think it'll be really interesting to see Thor passing down wisdom to Jane. I think it really reflect the character growth all these years. And okay, I said the positives, right? The CGI build. Oh. No, no, no. The CGI. Really? I did not. What did not look crispy? I don't know why. It's. I don't know why Marvel's not doing it for me. No, I. I did not like the CGI. Maybe which, it's which because team? all of the CGI, like like even the backdrop, like I I could tell oh. it's CGI. That all the great. CGI was. No, all the CGI is not great. It's just my personal opinion, but mm. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it will improve because you know they're in the middle of production, so yeah, yeah, it can yeah. improve. <laughs> Sometimes, in the words of Spider Man, they'll improve it in the cinema. <laughs> other than that, it still looks fun and exciting. I'm actually, I'm really excited for this movie, and it's strange. We're definitely going to need this movie after whatever the hell is going to happen in Doctor Strange. I've heard theories that Moon Knight may connect more into Thor than you might think. I'm not going to expand yeah. more on that, but it because you're dealing with gods and stuff. I'm not going to say what I've heard, but I think, wait for maybe Moon Knight and Thor to link. We shall see. But I I think that's a very good point because like, we've seen a lot of heroes retiring and dealing with that. That's like We've seen that in Logan, but Logan obviously is done in a much more dramatic manner this is kind of a light-hearted tone so that could be fun and if you think about it this is the oldest avenger huh? right now yeah. 5000 like, years no no I, I iron man, no 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 not even that we've had iron man from 2008 2019 right we've had uh, steve rogers 2011 yeah. to 2019 thor we've had him from 2011 to 2022 so he's very similar to rdj in that respect like and he is the first of the ogs to get a fourth film i yes. don't think iron man's getting oh. a fourth film anytime soon so i think definitely in <laughs> no and if anyone remembers <laughs> iron man's kind of dead he's kind of dead iron man 4 is another <laughs> <laughs> his half of his body's kind of crisp if you didn't see any game you know the snap <laughs> but sorry my point was 
I, if you guys remember, I think Chris Hemsworth wanted to piss off like after Age of Ultron, he was just kind of bored Ooh. of doing the same thing, right? Like, I need a horse, I talk like this, blah, 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 I am Thor, the mighty Thor. And that's why we got that reinvigoration of Ragnarok. I think, and he definitely mm-hmm. seems to be having a lot of fun with the world rather than kind of just like going through the motions, as I think he said. So I'm excited for this film. I'm excited to see Taika Waititi's film, but more importantly, I'm excited to see what brought you guys know how much I love The Dark Knight. I love Christian Bale's Batman. I will not stand for Christian Bale uh, Batman's slender in this house. So I'm curious to see what compelled Batman to do another comic book film. So it must have been juicy, but... Wow! Well, uh, does anyone have any final thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder? Very nice. It should be good in IMAX, huh? You two kids enjoy yourselves in IMAX. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. Uh, but, oh, will you be watching this in... An IMAX, or are you still going to your cheap cinema? Sorry, Fez. I need to know. Uh, I'll, I'll be watching it in IMAX. Very yeah. nice! But not Doctor Strange. Oh, you will be watching Doctor Strange in IMAX. I forgot. You're just going to wait for it. Also, Doctor Strange is showing in 3D. Also, Doctor Strange is showing in two weeks. Me and Jang <laughs> and uh, our friend Dinesh would have already seen it this time in two weeks. I am so bloody excited. And it's a short movie. Two hours and six minutes, huh? Yeah, I was very shocked at that also. I I think my expectations for this film, I, I don't care about the cameos at this point. I, I think yeah, we're going to get a lean, mean action film that's like non-stop. And I'm excited to see Sam Raimi back making a movie after nine years. And I think Fez's first IMAX film, Oz the Great and Powerful, right? <laughs> so Why do you remember that? <laughs> I remember a lot of things when it comes to movies. Do I remember? I have to make notes to think about the income and substitution effects for wages. But somehow I remember. And I know Jang's first movie was Star Wars The Force Awakens in IMAX. Uh, and tickets were given by TGV. Yes, for free. Uh, uh, yeah, given by Maxis. Maxis, sorry. Oh, ah, yes. Damn. Uh, yeah. Yes. 99% there. <laughs> Do you remember my first IMAX movie in Wanotama? What was it? I don't know. <laughs> was, it a, was it a Disney movie? Like, no, it was The Hobbit. And I remember oh. and the fun, my fun, my, my, the funny story about that was I couldn't find the entrance because like, you know how TGV's IMAX entrance is a bit weird so I think I like pasted yeah. the toilet and like went to the side I was like where? And then oh, when I yes. came yes. and then when I came in it was the scene where Thorin well, basically, the, the the smog already came for the... What do they call the dumb place? Jang, help me out. What, Erebor? Yes, Erebor. So, like, so basically, they've left Erebor. And then the scene where I came in is like, Thorin is walking on the mountain. And like I came in and I just felt like, oh, I felt like the most insane <laughs> vertigo. Because like... No, because they're doing any... like, 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 like the, those drone the, shots, you know? Those yeah, those movies. panning drone shots. And then like, I was just walking, I remember like, ah, scared me, panic. So I remember that very vividly. Uh, yes, I was not in Everball, but I definitely felt the hype. But Doctor Strange too, I'm fucking excited. Me, Jeng, and a friend, we got our tickets. We'll be watching that on the 4th of May at 11.45. We were going to go to a 9am show, but the tickets is just, just fix your damn website TGV god damn it a bunch of dicks but yeah. this has been what do you think another I feel like we're very chill nowadays that's kind of nice we're like yes. older relaxed wiser individuals after a year of doing this eh? we've come mm. we've come a long way eh? that's kind of crazy yeah. We need, I can't wait for our one year show we're going to have a lot of fun with that um, oh, yeah. thank you for joining us on this episode of what do you think where we talked about Moon Knight all Love and Thunder, and if you haven't yet, see everything everywhere all at once. Support small movies. 
hashtag get Michelle Yeoh and Kihei Kwan and the Daniels and Oscar. This is Momo signing off for Fez and Jang. Au revoir and see you next time. What do you think, show? Bye. One of these days I'm going to forget to record and it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs>